Good morning, this is Dana from Financial Aid Compliance Solutions and I'd like to welcome you all into Let's Talk Financial Aid. Today's show is all about the most important service we can provide our students and especially in these times. And uh, the one thing we need to remember is, is that no matter who our students are, meaning what their age is, uh, what their race is, um, what career path they're going into, they need guidance. And um, as a financial aid advisor, um, financial guidance is a key element uh, to students being able to afford to go to college. And so um, one of the services that we um, can provide is uh, the guidance in order to make sure that they don't get themselves into a situation where they're not going to be able to repay the loans that they um, might be looking into taking out to be able to um, afford their education. So I have uh, been doing a little bit of research during the week for this show and um, one of the items that I saw uh, was an article in Forbes magazine and uh, it was published yesterday and it was all about um, encouraging students to complete the FAFSA um, as soon as possible and so um, I just wanted to um, again share with folks that uh, the FAFSA for the 2021-2022 award year was made available for completion on October 1st. And that's for students that are going to be in school during the dates of July 1st, 2021 through June 30th of 2022. So if you're currently enrolled in school and you know for a fact you're gonna be continuing on past July 1st, you're gonna wanna fill out the FAFSA and uh, make sure that you're, you're, you know, you advise your students to do so. Um, I've actually uh, been um, away from my side hustle this week and uh, so I didn't push any files through for some clients. And uh, one of the things I wanted to um, point out is that prior to me heading um, out for some time off, there was a particular file that um, came through uh, for my review that was for the 2019-2020 award year and uh, the deadline had passed um, the September 30th deadline passed um, to be able to originate the Pell Grant for the loan or for the student um, so again I'm just gonna put it out there that that is a missed opportunity on free financial aid because the student was fully eligible to receive um, the $3,098 for the first disbursement for their program, which was a 1,500-hour program. Student had started back in, um, I believe it was back in January, and due to the COVID um, time frame that the school had was closed for, the student was still within the first um, 450 hours of the, the program. So now the student is in jeopardy because um, their potential or estimated graduation date is from the program is actually a little prior to uh, June 30th of this year. 
of uh, 2021, which means that if the student does not uh, go on a leave of absence, which more than likely they probably will, so they can get the full fourth disbursement out of 2021-2022 award year. Um, but I just want to point out again, that was a missed opportunity um, for aid. And so we all need to be on our toes and make sure that each one of our students are not being left um, to uh, make the determination as to when they need to do all this. And it can be easily communicated to the students. And um, I know everybody kind of knows this, but I'm just saying that, you know, suggesting that a system be put in place to help, um, you know, just as a reminder, remind students and, and remind them more than once. Um, maybe do a little marketing campaign around that um, to help out the uh, students. And also keep in mind that the sooner you get um, the files processed and ready to be awarded when the program comes out from the department, then um, you're going to be increasing your institution's cash flow, which will better able um, prospective students to be um, contacted and, uh, you know, show what an excellent institution that you have in education they'll be able to obtain through attending your institution. Um, so again, encourage your students to fill out the 2021-2022 FAFSA um, as soon as possible. And also, um, last week's show, um, another service you can provide to your students is also check in with them and see if things have changed drastically with their income um, recently. So if it's within a 12 month period of time, you can process what is called a professional judgment to reduce the income that may be reflected on the current um, FAFSA. Um, and uh, when you review the ICER, just make sure that um, if for some reason, you know, you know or you haven't talked to the student in a while, just check in with them, make sure the income is still the same. Because if it's not, then again, you can process the professional judgment, reduce the income based on the their income reduction, whether it be their personal, their spouses if married, or if um, it's parents' income. Uh, so that um, you can, again, do the professional judgment based on that income reduction and uh, get the student more free aid uh, so that they're more eligible for a Pell Grant. Obviously, if the file is already at zero, that's the maximum Pell Grant eligibility they're going to have. So I just want to put it out there that um, don't don't worry about it if uh, the the FC was already zero on the file. Um, but you know, still check in with them and see how things are going. And uh, this week we celebrated, um, which is a, a holiday, federal holiday is Columbus Day. Um, I know that some states celebrate it as Indigenous Peoples Day, which is great. Um, but the federal holiday observed by the USDE is labeled as um, Columbus Day. And uh, I had posted on my LinkedIn page and on my uh, Facebook page, and I think I shared it on Twitter as well, um, there was a whole host of scholarships being offered to um, Native American Indians. And also they were Alaskan, uh, Native Alaskans and Native Hawaiians. So uh, if um, you didn't catch that post, I would recommend just going to the my links uh, to my pages and check them out. 
um, because there is a substantial amount of money being offered there um, for those students. And we want to make sure that they are aware of the fact that that's available. Um, there's some more um, scholarships that are coming up um, as being available as well. And um, I will be uh, sharing those with you um, in the next podcast. Uh, but keep in mind that you can also um, utilize the resource that I utilize, which is scholarships.org. So oh, scholarships360.org, I should say. And I get most of uh, their information just by following them on Twitter. And uh, so we uh, can help promote the information uh, and pass it along to our students to be able to make sure that they uh, know what is available in free money out there for them to apply. And again, I just want to, you know, put it out there that it is also for students that are already in school. Um, it doesn't have to be just for uh, directed to high school um, juniors and seniors. And uh, so again, scholarships360.org is where I would recommend that you go um, to just peruse what is available and uh, also sign up for their uh, links. And there is also um, another topic that uh, I wanted to just briefly discuss in that is with regards to service to the students um, as you are putting together campaigns to talk to uh, prospective students, um, I would encourage you to um, think about putting together a virtual um, event. And while I know a lot of people are familiar with using Zoom right now um, or using um, Facebook Live, um, you may use it personally, maybe you haven't set up a business page. Uh, but I would encourage you to um, try um, looking into do you, pursuing that as an avenue where you can um, gain prospective students. Um, I know there's Facebook ads out there for some uh, institutions and they're great and they, are, they highlight certain programs, um, but putting uh, together an event, a uh, Facebook Live event to be able to have um, instructors discuss you know, with prospective students and also giving them a chance to um, maybe join a 90 minute Zoom call uh, so that you can uh, highlight your institution. That would be something that you might want to look into. And in fact, I'm going to be putting together a webinar, uh, giving some guidance around that as well, which I'll be posting that information to my LinkedIn and Facebook page. Um, so, Having said all that, I hope everyone's doing well and uh, looking forward to um, the weekend uh, and uh, doing some projects uh, in the kitchen. And uh, so I think that is about it. Um, and I will be signing off and looking forward to uh, speaking with you again. Thank you all for attending today's show. And uh, if you have any questions, reach out to me and also um, feel free to comment on today's show through the comment section when you download the episode. So we'll be talking to you soon. Take care. Have a great week.